by knowing it's a business and by putting 40 hours a week, even 10, whatever you're able to do, we get to decide what you want out of this business. In other words, we're going to create a vision statement. A vision statement is simply a document which says, within X period of time, I am going to achieve this. Now, whether it's through tax deeds and tax lien purchasing, whether it's through using foreclosures, whether it's through buying distressed property, whatever it is, we are going to create a vision. Why do you think it's important to have a vision? Oh, I think you always need a goal to work toward. Um, to be successful, to, to accomplish what you set out to do. Absolutely. And you get to decide with clarity, exact precision, what you want to do. You want to write this down, okay? Now. Over the next year, over the next five years, and over the next ten years. Now, those are current, mid-term, and long-term goals. So we get to decide what we want over this period of, that period of time. Now, you filled a little, a little bit of that out in, that, in the document you sent me. Now we get to crystallize it and bring it to a, a position of this is what exactly what we want. Kind of cleansing it out a little bit. But let's also consider that it will also include the kind of properties we want to look for, the type of tax deeds we want to look at, the type of tax liens we want to look at. It is going to show us, we are going to show ourselves, all of the things that we deserve during these next periods of time. But let's not forget, we also want to take into account our entire life. Not just the business side of Carolyn. Right. Yeah. Your full life. That's right. Because you have children. You have a lot of responsibilities, right? And all the money in the world cannot make one happy if all the other pieces are not there. Oh, that's true. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. That's right. So what we do is we want to make sure that everything we do is related to our vision. So, when we have one area of our life, say financially, that is successful, but yet we have no relationships with our children, we have no relationships with our grandchildren. That's not good. <laughs> is that success? Is that success? No, 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 no. not at all. Because you have to have the total package. And that's what I know that you can achieve and what you already have achieved in I many ways. I already have the success with the family. That's right. They're very, very close. And I've got two wonderful daughters uh, and son-in-laws and grandchildren. And we, we get along fine and we, you know, we spend time with each other. We help each other. I help them. Sure. No, in any, any way I can. I mean, you know, my family comes first. And if one of the girls were to need me to go in and have surgery or something, you know, catastrophic happened, mom will be right there. Yep. <laughs> and, and you wouldn't believe how many people I talk to throughout the world that cannot say that. 
but they'll tell me, hey, Rob, I've, you know, I've, I've got a million dollars, but, you know, I have no relationships, I have no friends, I have no, you know, family, but I've got a million dollars. What do you want to do, Rob? And, right. and, and that's where I learned. That's well, where... What for if you don't have any of, of those other things, you know? You, you really, I think, gear what you're doing uh, because of your family. Absolutely. I mean, I know my husband worked uh, because he had a family and he wanted to provide for us and, and give us the best he could. And his family always came first in his business. You know, so if you don't, if you don't have those relationships, you know, you really don't have a whole lot. <laughs> no. Money doesn't make up for them. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely right. And there is, no, there is no question. Because just as you said, he worked and he went out and said and did everything for you, and by doing that, he created a very good foundation for you, right? Yes, he did. And so now we just get to take it to the next level, and that's what I think we, I, I wanted to focus in on, because as we create our vision vision statement, our, and we write this down, create vision statement. Huh? And again, it's it goes like this: I am committed to working, and then draw a line. Hours a week for the next blank so that I will accomplish my goal of blank or my goals of blank. That is, that is what, that is, that is what your vision statement is going to look like. So this week, you need to create a vision statement. Okay? Now, there's a step going beyond knowing what we want and knowing what we're going to do to get there. We need a very detailed plan. And by doing that, I find that during, you know how you live, you, during day-to-day, you get bombarded with the media, you get bombarded with TV and telephone calls and friends, and it becomes very, very specific, very, very important to make sure that we set aside specific blocks of time for this business, for you to be able to go out and achieve and to do, any, do everything you can. We want to make sure that we don't allow anything to interfere with your plan, because you know what? When it's on the calendar and it's written down, what happens? You make your plans around it. That's right. You make your plans. And that means that... around that, that time. That's right. That's exactly right because that is what then becomes your success time. Right. So we get to get a calendar mm-hmm. and we get to block out the specific hours of the day that you're willing to do this. Now, be, be realistic because you're going to be held accountable to make sure that you do whatever it is we commit to do during that period of time. And we do the work then and only then during that period of time. The reason I say this with such strong enthusiasm is because... Well, if you're not organized. That's exactly... If you're not organized and you don't, you know, set aside the time to spend with 
Yeah, and you can just procrastinate and keep putting it off. Sure. And then the, the next thing you know, guess what? It's Tuesday again. Yeah, right. And then we're in a situation like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? That's why it's important that we set these we set these times aside. That way, we know. Now. Time to work. That's right. That's right. It's like getting up and going to work. It's it, but it's all self-starting. You're self-starting. Now, another thing we get to do is we get to have specific items that we get to achieve during those periods of time. Okay? So, we know that by working and setting aside the times, we know that by looking at our vision statement that we write, we will be able to reaffirm what we're trying to do. Do you get that? Say that again. By knowing what our goals are and by looking at our vision statement at least weekly, we then are able to realize where we are going all the time. Now, I suggest you work at least five to ten hours a week. With your situation, it's a lot more than that. Yeah. But however much time you put into your business is directly proportional to your success level. Yeah. However... At first, it's going to take me a little longer... Sure. ...to, to accomplish that work... <laughs> sure. ...until I learn exactly what to do. <laughs> and, you know... And, and you know what's also important? <clears throat> that we get to realize what's urgent and important. Think about this. When the phone rings and rings and rings and you run across the house and you're like, oh, I'm going to get to it, and then you pick up the phone. But you're thinking, oh, I've got to get the phone, i got to get the phone. And then you find out that it's a wrong number. It's a wrong number. At the time you went and you were running towards the phone, it sounded like it was something urgent, didn't it? Because it stopped you from what you were doing. But... Whenever, whenever you got to the phone, and it was somebody else that wasn't supposed to talk to you on there, it wasn't important at all. So it had urgency because it had to be done. But when you got when you got there, it wasn't important. And so what my position is is that you have to be very careful that the quiet, important things will become overwhelmed by the urgencies. Now, what that means is get rid of all the clutter. Get rid of all the, all the clinging and clanging. Because we want to stay very focused on what is important, not as what, not what, not as what, excuse me, not what is urgent. Because there's a difference. Because everybody pulls at your chain all the time. Oh, yeah. So we get to say, if it's truly urgent, then there's no problem. But if it's important, then, excuse me, if it's truly important, then we're okay. The people that are just randomly yelling or people that need you to do this or do that, that's why we want to schedule what we're doing. Just like we schedule our calls. Right. Okay? Well, fortunately, you know, I don't have anyone here yep. to bother me. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so it's, uh, if, if I want it quiet, it's quiet. Absolutely. And that is... That is beautiful because now you are able to start your treadmill on the path of being
being a successful investor, right? What you've done is you've stepped away from the protective cocoon of life, where you can, don't have any responsibilities, you simply are able to kick back and relax. Well, now you're joining the ranks of the entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> and that's truly what you've done. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I realize that. you have now jumped into the world of the entrepreneur. Back into the world. That's right. That's right. And you know what? If you look down through history and you think about all the successful people in the world, look at how they became wealthy. Oh, yes. They became wealthy through their countless investments in real estate. And I've always believed, and I still believe, that if they could do it, then we can do it. Because you know what? Well, real estate's one of the best investments you can ever have. Absolutely. My dad taught me that, and and I firmly believe it. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and it's it, a sure thing. It, it is. It's, it's not. It's not a really a questionable deal, is it? It. It's just the way it is. And guess what? It's based on cause and effect. It is a simple case example of cause and effect. Cause and effect simply means that every circumstance or condition has a cause. Every condition, the condition of you having a $2 million net worth right now, is directly affected because there was a cause. The effect is that you achieved that level of success at where you're at. However, we want to take that and multiply that. So in order to do that, to achieve that effect, then what we get to do is we get to do the work that causes the effect to be what we want it to be. That's why it's so important. Every action we get, we, 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 every action we do, every action we produce, provides a reaction. That's a reaction. That's right. Everything we do has a cause. Everything we do has an effect. For instance, think about this. If you look outside in your, on your, in your I don't know, your, your back area, and there's a tree, and there's a dead limb on that tree, and you've been looking at it for a while, and all of a sudden a big windstorm comes along. What happens to that dead branch, that dead branch on that tree after the windstorm? It hits something, probably. <laughs> sure. It breaks off. Yeah. Now, that's cause and effect, right? The cause is... And the effect is, well, the cause is, because... The cause it, is, I didn't go out there and cut it off before it fell. <laughs> there you go. So the, effect, so, the, so, the, so the effect is, it simply just fell down. Fell down. And yep. Something. That's right. That's right. It fell down. <laughs> now let's take it one step further. Say that same limb is now perched over the top of your home. Uh, yeah. What's going to happen when the windstorm comes? It's going to hit it. <laughs> There's no question. It's, it's simple laws of the universe. Right. The downward force is going to create the damage. There's no way you can stop that. Mm-hmm. Is, there any, is there any good in blaming the wind for what happened? No. No. Yeah. It's all about saying, I accept responsibility. Mm-hmm. And because it created damage, now I get to learn from that. The reason I say that is because... That is such a simple, absolutely clear example of cause and effect. And it's something that could have been remedied real easily. Real easily. Oh, yeah. I was just out, what, two weeks ago and trimmed trees all over my yard. Sure. <laughs> I sure did. You bet. And that is so important. Because 
you know what? That's how the universe operates, doesn't it? Yeah. The universe doesn't play favorites. The universe doesn't care, care who you it are. It doesn't play favorites either. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't care if you do the right... It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't care who you are, where you're from, your background, your social economic scale. It doesn't care. All it knows is what you put out, you get back. And complaining about the results only creates feelings of bitterness and helplessness. And I remember a long time ago, a football coach once said, and you want to write this down, okay? If you don't program your own life, then life will program you. If you don't program your own life, then life will program you. So, bottom line. Whether you're going to think in a positive or negative way, it's completely up to you. You have the ability to choose. As I said before, you've made the determination to move in a positive direction by jumping into this arena, by moving outside of your comfort zone, by putting yourself in a position where you have to have a computer by a certain day, <laughs> by worrying about things that, that some guy on the phone from Salt Lake is telling you that you get to take care of. Why? Because it is for your own moving forward benefit. Well, it's just like children in school. You have to give them goals, and you've got to give them assignments, and they have to complete them. That's right. Uh, to ever graduate, so, you know, it's the same thing when you're, when you're learning something new that you haven't been in before, and, you know, you have to kind of follow the rules. <laughs> That's so true. That is absolutely true, because you and only you decide if you're going to be a creator or if you're going to sit back and say, oh, that, the world is, is, is running me by, I can't believe it's happening, oh, poor me, and take the victim okay. stance. No, I'm, I try really hard not because when my husband passed away, I said, you know, I could have sat around and grieved for years. I could have become an alcoholic. I could have <laughs> done all kinds of things. Sure. But I didn't. I, I I'm not that type of person. Uh, you know, I'm, I have to be strong uh, for my children and my grandchildren. I'm taking the place of two people with my children and my grandchildren because they don't have a father or grandfather anymore. And they depend on you, don't they? Yes, they do. They, they do. do. Uh, in a lot of ways. They do. Uh, I mean, financial advice and stuff like this and just, you know, they'll call and say, should we do this? Or, Mom, you know, my accounts aren't... Because they all, they all came over to my broker uh, with their accounts. Uh, they had others, but then, you know, we would, I'd sit down and go over their, their broker statements with them. Sure. And, uh, and say, you know, I think you should question him about this, 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 and this. And you're not receiving the returns that you should be receiving. And so, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I just... I'm just kind of a strong person. And that's, and that's important because just as you are the one that's there for them, they will then be there for you because it gets back to that principle of what you give out in the universe comes back, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, goes around, comes around. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. That's and I right. Have you. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And you, you're right. You, you're right. You do have me. Yeah, and, have and I am one who 
thinks very forward. I think of what I, I look at. I look at this training as what would I want if I were you, and that's why I'm very, very clear because I don't really believe it has to look a certain way. I take it from a totally different direction on everybody I work with. And that's when I was thinking about your case this weekend. I was thinking, you know what? What she deserves is a complete, clear vision of where I want her to be. And so I thought, how do I do that? Well, the best thing I can do is explain my vision of what success is, how the cause and effect works. That way you can understand and realize that everything we're doing has a reason. So when you say, well, gee, Rob... I really, really don't want to get into the computer because the computer is difficult. Well, guess what? The cause is, by doing that, you will receive the benefits of the new era of doing business. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's, exa- it's so exciting. It's so absolutely just... Com- I'm excited about learning exactly how to, to use it because my children all have computers. They can email me. I can email them. That's right. Was off in college. She can send me pictures, and I mean, you know, just all kinds of things. Plus all the information. And just think. How long? How long have you had the desire to set? Excuse me. To set this up, but for whatever reason, for whatever reason, it just didn't happen because it wasn't convenient. It wasn't convenient, and it wasn't absolutely necessary. That's right. And so now, because you've given it a sense of urgency... Right. It's necessary. It's getting done. And so that's the way, that's the way things get to become prioritized. That's the way we are able to move towards our goals. Right. See? And so we give them importance, and sometimes we self initiate that process where we say, you know what, this is important today, so I'm going to do this. And then sometimes, sometimes, we have to have a little support from somebody else. A little push. That's right. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember a wonderful speaker, his name was W. Clement Stone. Earl Nightingale was another guy that said this. Uh-huh. Write this down. Success is the progressive realization. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal. Now what that tells me is that success does not happen overnight. You did not buy or inherit or receive your restaurant and your land leases and your office buildings. You didn't receive those overnight instantaneously. But somebody in your life who loved you, including yourself, had an absolute vision of what success was. Because of that vision of success, they were then able to progressively realize it. And the reason I say progressively is because it happens over a period of time. Oh, yeah, right. And what's also important about that is there's a key word there. Worthy goal. Worthy goal. Worthy goal. Something that, yeah. It has to be something 
It has to be something that benefits everyone. Because as you put good things out, good things come back. Right. And that is the first essential element of success in life. Now we know with our vision statement, we're going to know where we're going to end up, right? We know what our vision of what we want. Yeah. We also need direction, which the direction is by working together, you and I. But we also create a worthy goal system. And what I say is I submit to you and I believe that the value must extend beyond you. Your goals should extend to those who you love and those who you don't even know. Because one thing I get about you, Carolyn, is that you are a very, very loving, trusting, giving person. I sure try to be. <laughs> I, I know you are. I know. And by doing what you do, your ripple effect, your ripple effect affects so many people. Yes. And that is so absolutely essential. It's not just all for me. That's right. No, it's not. It's not just about you. It's not just for you. It is about you being able to help others. And it was a gentleman. That I like to do. Yeah. There was a there was a philosopher back in the days. His name was Emerson. Mm -hmm. And it says Emerson was a, uh, a theorist. He was a, one of the intellectuals who really, really sat sat around and thought an awful lot about things that were important. And I want you to write this down too. It is one of the most beautiful compensations. It is one of the most beautiful compensations of this life that no one can sincerely try to help another without helping himself. Okay, I didn't get, get quite a, it's one of the compensations of this life that no one can sincerely try to help another without helping himself. What does that say to you?
I, th I believe and I know. You know, well, what difference does just one make? Ooh. One makes a whole lot of difference. Absolutely. All the ones together and look what you got. That's right. And that's why I believe that success is truly a journey. It's not a destination. Remember I said it was pro a progressive realization? Right. It was a progressive realization of moving forward as, our, as we move forward on our journey. But think about, think about this. You've, you and your family decided that you're going to leave and you're going to go on a, a vacation back, back, back in the days when, you, when the kids were younger. Mm -hmm. And you drive all night and you drive until the next day. And once once you got to the destination, what's the first thing that you wanted to do? Ah, that's been a long time ago. <laughs> You've been traveling all night. You haven't been asleep. You're really... Check in and, uh, yeah, hit the bed and yep. get refreshed and then have fun. Yep. You want to take a nap and just kind of slow down and just relax. Right. Well... The destination to success is often the same way. Because what happens is we want to go down that road and work and work and work and reach our goal. But once we reach the goal, we start feeling that, hey, you know what? This feels pretty good. And we start to relax. Right. And we start to say, gee, this is okay. And what you do at that point is you cease being productive. Yeah, well, you need to continue. That's right. The purpose of life, the purpose of life is to learn. Yes. That's what the purpose of life is. Now, obviously, to get back to our Heavenly Father, to get back to our connection with our, our, our higher power, whatever that happens to be, that is essential. But the ultimate purpose of what we do every single day as we live our life is to learn and the day that we say we can no longer learn because we know everything is the day that we suspend being able to give to ourselves and to give back. Mm -hmm. Those are the days you, don't, uh, you, you begin not to function too well. That's right. And what happens to your health? Yes, it goes down. What happens to your relationship with your family? Yep, that can get pretty stale. <laughs> How do you feel when that phone rings and you don't want to answer it? How do you feel? Uh, yeah. You feel... At that point, yes, thanks goodness, and hope I don't. <laughs> isn't that amazing, though, that so many people fail to take a look at that critical element of their life because they believe that they've achieved a certain level of, okay, it's fine. Now, you know what? It doesn't well, have to be... I can just, yeah, enjoy it and, and quit trying to learn and quit trying to do and... That's, yeah. that's right. We'll get that way. That's right. That's when a lot of people go into deep depression, too. That, exactly. They have the money move on, they still have no purpose for their life. Because you know what I, what I believe? I believe it's very possible for a person to achieve great success and then cease yeah. being active, mm -hmm. to stop. Yeah. And under our definition, this person, though once succeeded, is no longer successful because if the purpose of life is to learn, they have stopped and quit moving okay. forward. Yeah. Now, see, the beauty of that is that no matter where you are, as long as you're making progress, meaning you're moving directly towards your goal, that you absolutely are moving towards your vision, my vision, our vision of success. I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. And in Columbus, a place called Dublin, they have big restaurant chain that's headquartered there. 
called Wendy's. 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 Yeah, we have Wendy's. And I met the owner one time of Wendy's. His name was Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas, yeah. And Dave said one time at a golf outing, he said, Rob, <clears throat> I want you to know that I was successful when I was broke. <laughs> I was successful when I was broke. Because when I was broke, I was building what I have now. Nothing has changed in my life other than I now have more money and people know who I am. Right. You see, that's right. That's right. Dave did not say, Dave did not say, oh, it's okay. I'm done. Yeah. I've already made it. So what he's done is he started, even when he didn't have anything, and he worked his way up to the point at which he realized that the progressive realization was getting in tune with where he wanted to be and moving forward towards that. So and he had a vision. That's right. He had a vision. So there are three components, three components of a worthy goal. Okay? Number one, number one, a vision for what you want most in your life. A vision. A mission or a mission statement. That is simply nothing more than a very detailed description of how you're going to obtain your vision. And then we have goals. Number three, goals. Goals are a definite statement of exactly what you desire. But guess what? They're written in the present tense. Yeah, right. Not in the future tense. And there's a measurability component to it. I will have five properties by. That way you can tell if you are what? On the right path. You see, everything we do begins and ends with us as we move towards our goals. And as I saw, Carolyn, all the wonderful things that you've created in your life, and as I was reading your documentation of what you desire in success, one thing popped out. That you simply want to be happy and very good at what you do. Yes. To obtain all the knowledge that you can. That's your goal. So guess what? You get to do that. You get to do that. And I am so proud to be your coach. And I'm so and I'm so proud that you have taken on everything that you're taking on. I'm so proud that you're taking the time to have somebody come and teach you the computer. And I want you to learn how to do all of those. And I cannot wait to get my first email from you. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to go in. We're going to go into the strategies of real estate through foreclosures, yeah. tax liens, tax investment, uh, tax deed sales, and we're going to talk. We're going to, we're going to talk about how we talk to the counties and how we go through all the processes that it takes. Right. And we're going to do that very quickly. And you know what? You're the one that's going to create your reality. So I challenge you this week to really go out there, learn your computer. 
know with a very clear statement where you're going. I want you to write a vision statement. I gave you, I gave you the outline. And then I want you to email it to me when your email's up. One year, five year, and ten years. Sure. Exactly. Of what your vision is. And once I receive that, then next week, the same place, the same time, we will be talking like we always do with my good friend, and we will sit down and we will really begin your training. We will begin the nuts and bolts of setting up your team. Next week, we get to go in and focus on the evaluation process of getting property and finding deals. Right. I wanted to ask you a question. Um, in doing this, um, is the income that you make, uh, let's say on buying tax lien, the tax deed for full places, is that earned income, does it, do you have to incorporate a business uh, and have earned income, or can it be treated like investment income? Well, like, like you know, owning a piece of property and having a lease on it, and um, receiving the the rent. Right. Which which way do you go with this? I'll tell you what. See, you, right now, I don't really have earned income. Right, and that's the way you like it. That's the way I like it. Right. So what we get to do is we get to talk to our accountant about that. Oh, okay. Because because that question is very specific. You have a lot riding on the answer to that question, okay? And I have a general idea, but I want you to talk to your accountant about that because the accountant is the one that's going to be able to position you from a financial standpoint of where you need to be. Right. Okay. Okay. Maybe so we're going to get to that top then because you know if I have a lot of earned income, I'll, I'll completely lose my social. That's right. And so we don't want to do anything to jeopardize everything that you have going in your life right now. No, I don't want to lose anything I already have. But let's not lose, fa- lose sight of the fact that there are going to be changes in your life. Yeah. Things are going to change. And so as we make more money, guess what happens to a lot of those wonderful benefits we get? But it's, it's, <laughs> it just depends. If it's structured right, nothing. Oh, okay. But if it's not structured right, then we have problems. Yeah, well, so that's, yeah, that's why I wanted to, you know, I guess I need to really sit down with him. And, of course, see, I don't know yet enough about all of this. Um, Like, say you did foreclose and you wound up with a piece of property that was 100000 and you only, say, paid, like you said, 6000 for the tax liens on it or the tax deed. Um, You've got a a gain there of... um, Capital. Sure, and now and that will just depend. Yeah. That will just depend, Carolyn, on how we decide to move the money through. Okay.
Yeah, there's a lot of questions there that I... I have no idea. <laughs> well, and that's why we get to work at it one day at a time on this, okay? Because uh, because yeah. I'm not, you realize that you have a, a, a large, well, I'm not going to say a large, but you have a, a very fairly, a fairly large uh, estate that we need to work on, and that's why it's very important to have the right professionals around the country working on it, the right people that you know, the people that we trust, so that nobody does anything that's going to be adversarial to your financial situation. All we want to do is build towards that. So. That's why... And you did mention one day I talked to you about my IRA account. Yes. When you have time, uh, I'd like for you to explain to me uh, how you can move money out of an IRA account uh, to do some of this with without me having to pay the taxes on it. Okay, so I will spend a session discussing IRA and the ability to self-direct. Right. That's what I will do. Okay, so I'll put down self direction of your IRA, and we'll do that. Um, I went to a seminar yesterday, and um, I'm going to another one this afternoon, um, and he brought up something I'd never heard of was a stretch IRA. Okay. You can actually name your grandchildren, and uh, which I was not aware of. Uh, I've never heard that word. Um, IRA. As far as naming the grandchildren? I naming the beneficiaries. Okay. Up to now, I thought it was just your children, and of course then it was dispersed according, you know, to the children according to the oldest one's age. But uh, a stretch IRA, you can actually put your, you can take $20,000 and give to each grandchild, and if it stays there they're 50, they've got $250,000, and it can go, I mean, it can go on for a long time. It doesn't have to be drawn out, you know, over a period, a certain period of time or anything. Right. Which I thought was fantastic that I could leave to the grandchildren because I really thought all I could leave it to was my children. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was, you know, uh, yeah, I attend these senior uh, seminars just to, you can always pick up a little information here. And oh, you sure can, absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's what we'll take a look at. We'll look at that. Next week, we're going to talk about evaluation of property and how to find deals. And then we're going to jump into, uh, you know, taxes and tax liens and all that good stuff. So, all right. And I am so honored to be your coach, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, Rob. I sure appreciate it. You bet. Have fun with the computer tomorrow, and God bless you. Yeah, you too. Okay, bye-bye.